You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Snap to Ryan, looking, standing, looking, throwing it out. That ball's nearly intercepted by Bland again, and he got it. Bland literally stole that ball from Ashton Dillon. It was a tie ball, and Bland stole it away for his second interception of the night. Never a dull day in Dallas Cowboy land, whether it's Jerry Jones in the offseason, Jerry Jones in the postgame, Jerry Jones on a Tuesday on 105.3 The Fan, when he wakes up in the morning, or, you know, I guess, you know, in the case of yesterday, when they're playing a football game. But the Cowboys do get the win where the final score looks looks like a lot of fun. 54-19, they beat the Colts. Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Sam Hauser here uh, for another hour. Appreciate you hanging out. As always, this one... This is what the fourth quarter was. It was Billy Madison playing playing dodgeball with the little kids as soon as he catches the ball. Now you're all in big, big trouble. That's what the fourth quarter was, and that's what Cowboys football can be when they go on runs like this. Whether it's 54-19 or 40-3 or any different moments or or quarters or stretches of games, that's what it is. Okay, now you're in trouble. I mean, this one was basically a reversal of what happened in the loss of the Packers. Because remember, the Packers complete a pass right at the end of the third quarter, and that that whatever came of that, whatever that play meant... It got something going in Aaron Rodgers where he had the look on his face of a guy that's won back-to-back MVPs. All right, boys. Now they're in trouble. And the Cowboys had a little bit of that last night because, I mean, we I mean, we, we do have to talk about this. I'm sure, you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're, it was nice for you as well to have a little bit of a break from the Cowboy Papua who was out last week. It was 21-19 going into the fourth quarter, but the Cowboys were threatening at that point. They score a couple of plays into the fourth quarter, and that's where... Now you're all in big, big trouble. And it turns into Dak to Michael Gallup for a touchdown. First play of the next drive, Malik Hooker fumble recovery touchdown. Deron Bland pick. Tony Pollard touchdown run. Another Duran plan uh, another Duran Bland pick. Zeke touchdown run. Force fumble. Goes back to Indy on review. Two plays later, another fumble. And Malik Davis, the rushing touchdown. Three rushing touchdowns by three different running backs on three consecutive drives in about seven minutes. There is a happy medium in there that that can still come from from this, from what the Cowboys do. Whether, again, whether it was uh, what they did to the Vikings, what they've done in the fourth quarter to a few different teams. Now, it wasn't just last night. I mean, they've done this in the fourth quarter to the Bears, the Lions, the Colts. And Mike McCarthy, this is where, like, 
that that was that was the stuff of putting a, a Madden video game on on easy mode just to have a little fun. You had a bad day at work, you want to come home and play some Madden and take it out on the on the video game on the computer Madden players. So you put it on you put it on easy mode and have the Patriot and, and have uh, well, Kansas City play the Jaguars. That's that's what that was. It, it's it's not it's not real. It's 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 ice cream. It's it's not ice cream. It's cake for breakfast. But within that cake for breakfast, this is kind of, I, I feel like it ends up being some of the same ideas every week. But it's just because this cake for breakfast that the Cowboys put together when they just pile it on teams, it's there. It's not like it's not like in the fourth quarter they figure out how to play football. Or how to score and score and score and score and score. It's not like they figure it out in the fourth quarter. Well, oh, oh, I, actually, I, oh, in the literal sense, I guess it is they figure it out. But it's not like there's some kind of wires inside them that don't get put together until the fourth quarter. They know how to do this earlier on in the game. And I get that it's the Colts. You just want to win. It's you know, it's not an interesting game at this point in the season. The Colts stink. You want to just get this win and get out of there. But the Cowboys do need some style points, and they got it, and they got it for 15 glorious minutes. They got all the style points anybody could ask for. And again, it's not reasonable to ask for 60 minutes. Of style points, but maybe you spread this out a little bit here and there. Maybe maybe we don't get off to a, such a slow start every time to where you have the luxury of being ahead and having it be a close game, and then you can do this? Because one of the things that I did notice last night, as this fourth quarter barrage is going on, CeeDee Lamb's doing a little shoulder shimmy on the sidelines, guys are dancing and laughing and having a good time. Maybe it's just because it's the Colts and it's like, ugh, we got to play the Colts today and there's still more of these games left in the regular season. They didn't look like they were having much fun in the first three quarters before that. And it's because they were playing a close game. And even though it is an Indianapolis team that has nothing left to play for except for pride, this is the kind of game where where you want to see... this is what this is what's so maddening and entertaining about this team is you want to see a game like that. You want to see a game where they put up 33 points in the fourth quarter because they can. You know, we, we would do this with the Dodgers over the course of the regular season every once in a while. 162 games. It's it gets mundane and monotonous in the middle of the season, and you know you're going to have some of these two to one grinded out dog days of summer kind of games every once in a while. Just make sure that everybody remembers that if you want to put up eight runs in an inning, you're going to put up eight runs in an inning. And I guess that that same logic can apply for the Cowboys. You want to show everybody every once in a while. If we want to do this, we certainly can. If we want to put it, if we want to have a quarter like this, oh, watch, we're going to have a quarter like this. Now you're all in big. Big trouble. It's not an apples to apples comparison, though, because of the situation that the Cowboys are in. And and Dak even acknowledged it in the postgame last night that, you know, that they haven't forgotten how much it hurt to lose to the 49ers in the wildcard game last year. And that still 
fueling them. And one of the downfalls of this team along the way in losing to the 49ers in that wild card game was that they would have a lot of games like this where, yeah, I mean, they would win. It wasn't particularly pretty. It wasn't 60 minutes of, it, it wasn't always 60 minutes of, of particularly good football. But when they want to and when they need to, they could turn it on because they were the better team and just go win the game. But when it came time to where there was a more even opponent, you don't really have that luxury. That's the whole idea today for the Cowboys is that was that, that was I could have watched that on loop all night of just I mean that that that's not supposed to happen in the NFL. It's literally not supposed to happen in the NFL. Michael Irvin said it today on on first take. That's you know that's little league stuff. That's that's you know peewee stuff where a team just you know make it take it. We're so much better than you that we're going to score, rip the ball out of your hands and then go score and just wash rinse repeat. It's not supposed to happen in the NFL. And when it does, <laughs> I mean if you're a Cowboys fan, you're enjoying the daylight side of that. But I mentioned the Green Bay game earlier and how this was kind of a reversal what the Packers did ultimately in the fourth quarter what the Packers did to the Colts last night. Kind of a little bit of what Green Bay did to the Packers, or what Green Bay did to the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, that's where you have that scenario of more even opponent. And I mean, as bad as Green Bay was, you still, you know, you're still going up against a guy who's a two-time MVP that has that in him too. Where okay, let you know, let's go. I mean, the camera at the end of the third quarter. I think it was a, a completion to Sammy Watkins. The camera goes to a close-up of Aaron Rodgers, and it looked like he was about to just go into beast mode, and he did. And the Cowboys have that too, but it's when you're up, when you're leading, when you're winning against a bad team that you know at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, we're going to beat them. Like, at the end of the day, we know we're going to beat them. So if, if it takes until the fourth quarter to get to that level, that's not the end of the world. But when the time comes that you play a team that is more level, you don't have that luxury of just ah, we'll get there when we'll get there when we get there. You don't have that luxury of waiting till the fourth quarter to to turn it on like this. That's why I say there's a happy medium in there somewhere. Would we would we like to see thirty three points in the fourth quarter every week? Of course, is it reasonable to expect? Of course not. Spread the wealth a little bit. Give the give the other quarter some love. They feel they they feel neglected. They feel they feel missed. They don't feel very loved. Give the other quarters a little bit of a little bit of this fun. Now the good thing for for the Cowboys yesterday is that a, a couple a couple things. This rookie class, as good as they've had in recent memory, and. That part of the whole experience is living up to the hype, because we've been talking about Will McClay, one of the you know one of the guys in this front office that's pretty much gotten the 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 bulk of the reins on handling the draft process. He keeps just hitting slam dunk after slam dunk with Diggs and Parsons and Lamb and even these guys this year. I mean, this has to feel so good 
for whoever for whoever in that front office was saying, just wait. Tyler Smith's going to be all right. It's it's ugly now, but it's going to be all right. I mean, outside of uh, Tyler Biotis, who's the center for the Cowboys, Tyler Smith was on the field more than Zach Martin. More and he has been you know over the course of the season he's been on the field for like something like ninety eight percent of their snaps. It's been it's been wild. And now you got Deron Bland last night. You got you got Sam Williams who's been doing it for a couple of games. Demon Clark, this rookie class has been playing incredibly well. Michael Gallup looks like Michael Gallup again. So it, it, it's not like it was total poo-poo, And then they just did everything in the fourth quarter. I get that. There were moments over the course of the first three quarters where they're doing a little bit of that. You know, if we, if we want to make a play happen, we're going to make a play happen. But you're also not in a position where you're that much better than everybody else. Like, that's why I say it's not like the Dodgers. Dodgers winning 110 games, they're bored by the end of the regular season. And then, you know, that might be some of the demise in the playoffs for them as well. But they're, they're bored at the end of the season. And it's just, all right. Let, all right, let, let's let's turn it on here for a second. Cowboys aren't that much better than everybody else to where they can really have that mentality. But then they just go and 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 bully another NFL team, other other giant oversized testosterone filled adults just bullied them for fifteen consecutive minutes. It's not like this is a new concept, but this year in particular, man, I can't imagine being a fan of this team. You got everybody telling you, you know, watch out, Cowboys going to make this run. But you're playing a team that you're obviously, you know, better than. Even with the whole concept of any given Sunday, you're better than them. Going into the fourth quarter, Colts kick a field goal, they're winning this football game. It's that it was that close. I can't even imagine. I'm just glad we have them because these games, I mean, Brad Sham and Babe Laufenberg put on a great call. The two of them are incredibly funny. They poke fun at they they poke fun at different football situations. They call a great game, obviously. And this team just this team knows how to put on a show. And now they're putting on a show over the next 48 hours. So uh Odell Beckham Jr. finally in Dallas for for his visit. He's at the star. I was trying to imagine of, of what this would go like. Because, I mean, the Cowboys aren't, like, the, the Cowboys aren't cheesy in the way that they do productions. But I'm just imagining Odell Beckham shows up to the star in, in Frisco. And he's greeted with, Odell, welcome to the star. For the next two days, you're the star. We talked to Todd Archer a couple weeks ago, ESPN Cowboys reporter, and he, and he brought up the point of, at this point, you really don't have much of a choice. You've dug yourself a hole so deep that if you don't get him, forget how bad some of these other situations have looked in the past where, you know, you know again, football-wise, it worked out pretty well, but... You know, we find out at the time where Randy Gregory signs the a mirror of a contract, same dollars, same years, in Denver because he didn't like, you know, one of the, the clauses that, that the Cowboys put in the contract. Or Von Miller goes out on the record and sa- goes on the record and says, I wanted to play for them, but not for what they were going to pay me. 
it's to the point now where if the Cowboys don't get him, we're going to forget about all those. But the closer it gets and the more real it gets, I think we're starting to see that that fine line that this team lives on between putting on a show and realizing at the end of the day, oh, there's actually real-life consequences to whatever decision we do make. Like it is getting more it is getting more real at this point whether or not they're actually going to sign Odell Beckham or not and that could be a good thing or it could it could blow up in their face. This is the this at this point given how deep they are into it now. This is what I really wonder about about where the Cowboys are at with Odell. If they are going to go for it and and make him an offer. Like really at this point you have two options. You you got two main options. You can either take the the LA Rams F them picks approach and just say let's get what we can get out of him now and hope for the best. And then, you know, if we can get him next year too even, you know, great. Or you just bring him in for a visit and then say, you know, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Because, uh, you know, by all indications from from people that are around this team, it kind of sounds like the Cowboys are going into these meetings with Odell. He's, he's in town for the next couple of days, and they're doing it up big, you know, Jerry uh, Cowboy style with the meetings and they're going to, you know, and, and they got a whole, you know, they got a whole thing going on for them. And we know what the star, you know, the star hosted first take at the beginning of the season. We know what kind of spectacle they can put on and they're taking them, you know, going all out for a Mavericks game. But by all indications from people that are, you know, Cowboy insiders, I kind of get the sense that they're going into this with the, with the plan of lowballing him. With giving him a low ball offer, kind of similar to you know what we found out from Von Miller of just how bad do you want it? Never mind how bad we want you. How bad do you want to be a cowboy? It's kind of how that went with Von Miller, and it sounds like they're going into this with that approach, which would be pretty embarrassing. I mean, never mind if you don't get him, but if it comes out after, like with Von Miller, if Odell, you know share similar information. I mean, I, I I know it's not realistic, but if that's going to be the approach in the first place, if you're going into this thinking, you know, we're, we're going to, we're not, we're not throwing, we're not throwing money at him. We're not throwing the bank at him. If you're going into it with that approach, you're, you're meeting with somebody who's pitting teams against each other for the purpose of a bidding war. I mean, I know it's not realistic, but can the Cowboys just go get Cedric Wilson back? I mean, he can't even get on the field in Miami, and I mean, he had some. He, he he's he's a perfect number three now that Michael Gallup is is you know seemingly back to you know where he was pre ACL injury. Now that he's back and getting in in football rhythm, and he can be your number two again. Cedric Wilson's a great number. Th- he's fine for a number three. He's familiar with the team. He was with the Cowboys last year. Had a couple of fun moments along the way. And, I mean, he's just he's taking up space. He's sitting around in Miami. He can't get on the field. So, if you're if the plan is low ball offer anyway, just go get Cedric Wilson back. I'm sure there's some Cowboy fans that would love to see him 
back and try to replicate some of what he did last year. You'd probably have to give up next to nothing for him. Feel a lot better about it financially as far as the value that that you're going to get. Because I do understand, you know, if 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 you know if if the idea is we're going to give Odell an Odell contract, basically for him to be a number three this year and hope for the best in twenty three. I do understand the hesitation. It's it's certain it's anything but a gimme that he's going to be for the Cowboys what he was for the Rams last year. But the Rams had no anticipation of that either necessarily. It was just more the it was more the mentality of of letting your team know that we're going for it. That's that's what they were paying for. And that's what the uh, and that's what, in you know in theory what the Cowboys would be paying for. As confident as they are in this group and and as good as this group is. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this earlier. T- I was thinking about this this morning. Jason Garrett's last year with the Cowboys, Cowboy fans would get on me all the time because I would actually try to defend this team by saying that there's they're too talented to be playing this poorly or making these kinds of mistakes or losing a game this way. There's too much talent on the field for them to be playing like this. And Cowboy fans would get on my case of, oh, you know, look at the record and, you know, blah, 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 blah. There is some of that this year where there is... There is, as skeptical as I was at the beginning of the year, there is enough talent for them to at least at least have a shot to make a run. Nobody knows who's going to win the Super Bowl. That was the lesson of last year. Nobody knows who's going to win the Super Bowl. Nobody knows if you spend money and bring in X, Y, and Z, it means you're going to win a Super Bowl. It just gives you a better chance. I mean, obviously, every team's goal is to try to win the Super Bowl. Realistically, I mean, I think the Cowboys want to win a playoff game and go from there. And this team, as presently constructed, can certainly do that. They're going to be playing this balancing act against themselves. Whether they get him or not and what that means for the rest of the year going forward. It's Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Sam Hauser, appreciate you hanging out, man. It's 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 good to be back. I got I had, get, I had a lot to, I had a lot to get off my chest. I was out for about a week and a half between Thanksgiving break and took a little time, you know, a little uh, took a little time away. But I miss I I mean I miss talking to you guys. I miss hanging out with you and I I I I, I miss this team. Had to, you know, I had to turn off for a week so didn't see all the the commentary during the week, although I do want to play, we're, we're going to get off the Cowboys because there's a lot more to talk about today and, and uh, for the rest of the hour. I promise we're going to get off the Cowboys, but I do want to play one more piece of sound when we get back, just to just because it, it, it it's just a reminder of why you you hate you love to hate them or, or hate to love them. Take your pick. Steam Talk one hundred one seven the team. 